Is is my voice okay? Your voice is perfect, mate. Is it? Can you? Is it all right? Yep. It's all right. Yep. Love it. Ladies and gentlemen. To publish, perish, or podcast. Your opportunity to look behind the scenes of science to see if science goes to science events. <gasps> I'm Andy Stapleton, and joining me today are Cameron Schmoopy Shearer. Hi. And Christopher T. Bear Gibson. Namaste, BA. Namaste, Schmoopy. Hello, everyone. Do you know what? Like, off air, right? Everyone's getting testy tonight. I feel like. Just feel, just feel like there's a weird energy in the room. Does, has anyone got any grievances? Has anyone got any beef? Let's get it out. Yeah. I ate all the beef just you then. You did, yeah. <laughs> well, Gibbo did bring beef, which was delicious. Nice mince. Uh, Schmoopster, grievances. Come on, mate. Let's have them. Yeah, uh, Chris ate too much. Um, <laughs> there was no beef left and I was still hungry. Meanwhile, he was just complaining about that he ate too much. <laughs> I'm so pleased that's now out in the open. Fair enough. All right. Thank that, you. That technically did happen. <laughs> um, but no, no. Wait, wait, oh, wait, hold what, on. All right. I'm done. I didn't get enough thanks for the food I cooked tonight. <laughs> oh, okay. Come right, on. Right. Come on. Let's let's have it. Gibbo, it was a delicious mix of mints, spices. Smoopy, I want to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about what VA says. You. Come on, say it. Chris, we are starting the podcast half an hour later than normal because you it. you came unprepared and didn't know that taco shells needed to be heated up in the oven. And Cameron's microwave was too small and doesn't <laughs> and doesn't carousel. <laughs> who does? Who has a microwave? I feel like that you can't fit a small cup of water inside. <laughs> I feel like this is one of those moments where like it's like couples counselling, and everyone's like, "I've got nothing to say." But like as soon as that one thing gets said, it's like, and that time your sister looked weird at me in a weird way, and I don't like that. But you know what? We we could have come earlier because I got to. I didn't. I didn't say anything about this. I got to Schmoopy's place. No, so nine. Er- oh, that's it. Your BA. I got to be whatever. I got to BA's place so early. I got there at quarter past six, so I went in inside for a, for a while, and then we wasted too much time. <laughs> and then by the time we got here, it was seven o'clock. Like yeah. if we got here at six thirty, it would have been perfect. Yeah, sorry, that's, yeah. It's your fault for coming in. It's your fault. Your fault. Your fault. All right. Well done. All right. Uh, clear air. Clear air. Everyone's clear. We'll see. Okay. Oh, God, Jesus. I just Christ. had cauliflower rice, so uh, no clear air around you. No. Science events. We're going to touch on this a little bit later. So I just want to go. Uh, what's the, what's the last science event you went to that you liked? What's a science event? Just a place where science is. Like my workplace? No, that's not well. It's, it's kind of an event, I guess. Well, Ooh. that that, felt, Ooh, that, that, was bit, that was a bit testy. Comes under your testy. umbrella. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Schmoopster. No, right. No, I, I think something along the lines of anything that like promotes science or or, or or a science activity outside the lab. Yeah, I think so. So anything to promote science. I'm not sure if I've been to one. Good. You? I have. I'm going to talk a bit about this later. Yeah. But I went to Science Alive. Oh, very good. Which is science for kids. Yeah, nice. Nice. I have some stuff to say about that. But I I actually only go to science events when I'm in them. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm the best. What can you do? What What can can you do do? when you're so popular as a science communicator, you're you're invited to these events? Why didn't you go to Science Alive on the weekend? It's a bit boring. I went there once. I didn't really enjoy it. All right. Um, <laughs> there is a lot of kids there. There's too a many lot of kids. kids. And also so like... I have to talk about this later. Yeah, look, would science go to science events? 
What's the point of science going to science events? Go. All right. Uh, it will. It will go to science events just to see what the meager humans are doing with uh, with science. Do you think um, it would be upset at science events? It's not pure. Um. Well, I mean, like we we're saying, I'm not sure. Like, does science like the idea of young children learning about science, teenagers learning about science? Does science like the idea of itself being promoted? Yeah. Um, I think on some level, yes. I think it does. Good. Schmeepster? Science would definitely not. <laughs> definitely well, not. Hold on. Wait, wait, science I, I don't think science would go to science. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might do a 180. Cameron? Schmeepster, your wouldn't. opinion? It, it wouldn't. I, I, I'm sticking with wouldn't. I'm not just arguing with you, Chris. I'm going for what's <laughs> correct and what's right, Andy. Right, right. So science is an omnipotent being. It doesn't care about what little children think about it. It doesn't care about what the public thinks about it, which I think is what science science events are about. Uh, and so it wouldn't attend these events. Oh, au contraire. Actually, oh, how wrong you are. I don't think science exists without sentient beings to study it. God, you guys have got to just hug. Go on. Kiss That's, or hug. If a tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it, has it actually fallen? Has it made a sound? I don't know. It hasn't. It's a, it's a great, that's, I mean, it's philosophy 101. It requires it? sentient observers to practice science. So uh, obviously it has to go but to science. Are you saying that like the the laws of the universe, like uh, the universal constants of the speed of light, do you think that they wouldn't exist if there wasn't a being to observe it? No, they don't. Don't exist. Without sentient observers, nothing exists. Wrong. <laughs> And uh, thanks for asking, guys. I think that science, while you're having your little bloody lover's tip over here, um, I think science would go to events because it, it, I reckon it would enjoy the celebrity. It would That's turn what up. you would like. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It would turn up and be like, hey, everyone, this event's about me and my core properties. You are science. We all do, do secretly just answer these questions as if science is us, is it, don't we? Yeah. I do, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Well, I remember yeah. really with Gibbo. He just, didn't you just say, I am um, science? science. Yes, I have said that on occasion. Well, well done to us. <laughs> oh, I forgot about uh, this question. <laughs> I always, I always I'm off. Forget. I'm off it. I'm off it. I'm off it again. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Stop. Oh. What was that? It's got glass oh, in it. Oh, oh, it's flying around the room. It's news for the week. Oh. It's news for the week. No, stop doing that. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, this is feedback from listeners. Feedback from and listeners. after this, we have got feedback from listeners. Feedback and from listeners. we've got some feedback from listeners. <laughs> oh, I've got, we have got now feedback. Now we're piling in on you. I know. It's, it's because I said you had a lover's tiff. I was expecting yeah, it. Yeah, now you're going to cop it. Um, we do have feedback from listeners and... Can I tease you? Because you don't know about this. This is tease me. This is the best feedback from listeners we've Ooh. ever had, and that's where, genuine. Ooh, what? Tell me now. Where no. You, where does this? We're going to get no. We're going to get through, Hold and you're going to look at my piece but of I paper. I checked the forum, and there's no one giving any feedback on the forum. Personal, personal Twitter, DM. What? Someone DM'd me, mate. Oh, okay. Is direct, that like a deep and meaningful direct yeah. message? Direct a direct message. message. It's brilliant. It's the best feedback it's, I've ever had. Anyway. Um, so my news is that, right. Do you remember really early on when I was really upset about changing jobs and no, nothing was working. It was really annoying. Um, someone so said to me, it's going like to take 18 months. Yeah. Someone said it's going to take remember. 18 months mm. for you to make the change and for things to happen. Don't mm -hmm. make a choice, a decision about your career move until 18 months. And guess what? Guess what we're coming up to? 18, 18 months. months, Mark, right? A year and a half. About a year and a half, roughly, about the same. Do, but, you, do you include holidays? Uh, I just include time. 
in time. Just okay. one second per second. Yep. Moving forward. Um, and it's all happening. So I have phone call. I, this morning I was doing a podcast recording for Inspiring SA. Hold on a minute. What I'm not in the podcast. They wanted me to go and record a live event. There's a panel that they did um, about science and discovery. Whoa, whoa. Did for your voice yeah. appear on another podcast? No, no, no. Did you just not hear what he said? I'm no, not on no. it. No, you're not on it. He was so, <laughs> he had so much rage built up. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm, on a, I'm on a hair trigger here. It was Can just you like, just bing. hear a ringing in yeah, your ear at the moment? <laughs> I did it. I was a podcast. What? Yeah, don't worry, Kiba. I would never cheat on you unless I'm paid for it. And um, I've got another thing. On, I'm emceeing two events for National Science Week, which we'll talk about later, oh, cool. with NASA scientists. Whoa. Whoa that on. are both sold out. At the Gov, which is like a, um, a, like a, a pub. In a musical event hall, yeah. normally. So what? normally it, there's hundreds of people. And so someone sent me a message. It was really, oh, it was kind of like, it was kind of like, all right, can you do this? Can you emcee this event? Normally we'd ask Paul Willis, <laughs> but he's interstate. And hey, I'm like, perfect. Perfect. That's right. So I've got Still, my foot they, in the they door. They didn't have to add that in. I know. Andy, we really want you to do it is what they should have said. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so that's coming. And then I've got my keynote coming up in Melbourne in three, two weeks time. How many was that? So what's this keynote thing you're talking keynote, about? Keynote. I have to remember. Have I have to talk, this? Yeah, yeah. I have to talk about integrity in science writing. And I'm, I'm drawing a blank on this oh, one. Oh, mate. Honestly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Was um, it last time you mentioned I've this? mentioned it like five times. Oh, okay. Hold on. Wait. It's there. It's, it's in. in the brain it's now. In. Listeners, it's, it's locked in. Oh. Um, I had. Now we got to record next week. I actually, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I had an actual. Uh, Skype interview, someone interviewed me about my keynote for a publication to promote the conference. So not only am I giving a keynote, I was, and I felt really like the imposter syndrome sneaking in, right? Because yeah. I'm a great public speaker. I yeah. know that. Yeah. But you're not but, the most integrate person going around. Well, I don't know if, I don't know if someone would look at me and be like, that guy. Uh, he said you lack integrity. That, oh, exactly. Well, that's what I mean. Like, oh. who? <laughs> yeah, you're, I'm you're agreeing with you. You're him. accepting that without, I'm accepting that. without rage. Fair I enough. said he's not right. the most uh, integrate yeah, person. Exactly. He's Inte- not the most integrate. He's up there. Yeah, Integra. I'm up there, mate. I'm up there. Listen <laughs> right. to Smoothson. Producer feels bad now. Like he's backpedaling a little bit. Integra- in- um, integrated. Anyway, so look, so everything's happening. I don't know how it's happening, but for some reason, there is an 18 month threshold that as long as you try really hard for 18 months, yeah, something apparently happens. Now I don't know if this is just like a a, a, a increase in work that will just fade away into nothingness, but it's interesting. Yeah, it seems to be working. Anyway, that's my news. So two weeks ago, you earned forty thousand dollars. Yeah. Uh, did you keep that up this week? Uh, no. So this week, I've probably earned <laughs> about a thousand dollars. Okay, so that's still that's good. Not bad, is it? Forty-one grand in two weeks. Yeah, it's not bad, that's is it? Still good, my friend. Yeah, thank you. Thank well you. Well done. Well done. All right, Gibbo. All right. So, less Gibbo update. Last <laughs> week, I oh, was. Let me do the intro. Oh, that's right. Give me the. Well, I gotta do less Gibbo again. All right, less Gibbo update. Oh my God, it's Gibbo. He's so skinny. Where is he? I can't even see him. Oh, there he is. He's skinny. He looks like Brad Pitt. Thank you. Thank you. Very true. So last week I was suspiciously 105.6 and I was suspiciously... Are we, are we back to this? As you remember, I was like this suspiciously low. This on, week, mate. I think it was 108.5. 
So there's been an apparent massive drop and a bit of a rebound. But I think actually it's just a, a, so you, a net loss. I think there was something wrong. You've gone up 2.9 kilos this week, Chris, yep. or since the 18th of the 7th, which was about three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Yep. You've dropped, uh, what is that up to? 3.6 kilos. Okay. All right, cool. It's right. okay right. that you've put on weight. It's all muscle. That's the problem. Kate said, now I'm going to the gym, it's going to be muscle. So I've put on three point something kilos of That's muscle right. in one week. Yes. No, I think it was something to do with the uh, the scales. All right. Now, branding. You guys have been talking about branding. Yeah. How is your branding You've going? You've been saying, you said like, I need to Personal brand get some yourself. branding. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I need to get myself out there. I made a video for oh, the no. Institute oh. of Nanoscale Sciencing Technology. That's good. Based on uh, some work done with phosphorine. Lovely. So Nathan O'Brien uh, did that. Uh, he was great to work with. He's the admin staff for the uh, the institute now. Lovely. Not the Nano Center, the institute. And that's going to be up on YouTube very soon. If not Mate. tonight, I think he was putting it up. Yeah. Uh, share it. Put it up on your personal web website. Oh, there we go. I'll put it. And oh, we've got to talk about the photos. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. Um, so uh, still hitting the gym. Um, I can tell. Hurt my left calf yesterday. It's no good. Ouch. Yeah. Now, for the elderly out there like myself, I'm 47. Got to be more careful. Mate, you can't say your age. You're going to lose all our young listeners. 47 is too old. Yeah. They're not going to listen to someone as old as you. 23. Yeah. 23. All right. Just a husky Uh, 23 year old. So, we haven't had an update on Cameron's rubbish science competition for a while. P-Pop's most relevant scientist of the year competition. Oh, yeah. Is that a thing, too? Gosh, I can't remember anything. <laughs> God, Jesus. Sorry. Uh, all right. So, look, we haven't had an update for a while. I think it's time that we just uh, put the numbers out there. All right. Bigson. Me. Yeah. 2.2. Yep. Rubbish. BA. Please, bring it. 3.3. Say my name last. He's saying my name last. The current leader out of the three of us. Shear with 3.6. Well done, Schmoop, sir. Well done, Schmoop, sir. Well done. Um, Finally taking over. Andy, you're still having your best year ever as I a know. scientist. Thank you. Never. You are currently, you have more sites this year yeah. than you've ever had. Yeah. So you're already beating your best. Leave. Year. I'm telling you. Fuck it. Leave science. <laughs> so, Get out of it. It's uh, the best thing for your career. It, it, you know, it's only going to go up from here for you. Now, yeah. I don't know if we mentioned this last time, but the photograph competition, Schmoopy. For my webpage. Yes. I don't think we did mention it. No, we didn't. We didn't. We have to choose between thinking, no, planning Gibbo. Yep. And was it inspiration Gibbo? Something like that. The one one where you're looking at the chessboard or the one where you're looking at the globe. And it's up on our Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. If you want to look at it now. And for a little bit of background, that's to go on to your university profile page because you need... You need something a bit more inspirational. Yeah, because then you nothing. don't have any photo there and you've worked there for over 10 years. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Been remiss. Not branding enough. Yeah. Not branding Not enough. enough personal branding. Schmoopy, so I think you know which picture got the most votes. Yeah, so for some reason I couldn't actually put it up as an official poll on mm, Facebook. Interesting. That was. I think you might have to pay for that feature. Oh, what do you think? Have you ever tried it, Andy? Never, ever. Uh, but I it, haven't tried it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't ask Thanks, Chris, uh, but, but thanks for answering. Uh, it looks like planning Gibbo, the one, the black and white one where you're looking at the chessboard, is the winner. There the we official are. Gibbo photo. What do you think of that, Gibbo? 
Good, I can live with that one yeah. going up. Not some of the <laughs> other ones that were uh, photos were taken on. Yeah, the ones that didn't make it online were very suspicious. Yeah, they can't. They can't. They, they can, couldn't even be in the selection process. No, if you ever die, they'll be at your funeral. Um, I promise. <laughs> thank you. I assume one day I will die. So, I mean, you're, sorry. those photos are going to be put up. <laughs> That's then, essentially what, what I'm saying. That's what's is, so you, they will find out what the photos look like All eventually. Right. What sh- about? Um, Remember that time that we were visited by future Gibbo? Oh, oh yeah. Great guy. It's, Great guy. I mean, it seemed like it, Gibbo isn't going to die from, yeah, from what he said. Point. He was king of the world. Yeah. Uh, I think he, I think Andy, was, you were dead. Yeah. <laughs> you had actually died from some sort of horrible vibrator accident approximately three or four hours after the podcast. But I think the fact of future Gibbo coming back changed that future. Yes. That's why you're still alive. Well, I, I just didn't touch any you vibrators. You survived that vibrator incident. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe I am amazed how you, you obviously took a real shine to future Gibbo. You've got a very good memory <laughs> about the events he, uh, he recorded for us. So uh, thank you. Um, and that is, that's it. So, so planning Gibbo is going up. And that is all the news from, from Bigson this week. Well done, Teabag. Schmoopster. Bigson. Yes. You got something that's winding you up. Winding me up. I told you that something's got oh, my got your goat. goat. That's right. I forgot about this. Yeah. Yeah. I looked this up as well. You looked up. You know where the phrase got my goat comes no from? No idea. Chris? Uh, it comes from medieval times when. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but good yeah. on you for having a go. Yeah. <laughs> Saw through my face. Double day. Yeah. Quickly there. I looked it up. So apparently it's. People would put a goat in the in horse racing. The horses have that starting barrier spot. Yeah, yeah. Overnight, good. before the horse race, people would put a goats in there right? and then take them out. Apparently, the smell of a goat calms the horse. Mm-hmm. And so if someone takes... So the right. then people would go sneak in there, take the goats out. There'd be less goat smell and the horses would get angry. So if something gets your goat, you you're angry. Wow, they're very don't, good. Don't ever say this isn't an educational podcast. <laughs> I just eh? learned something. I just I learned, learned something. something too. Um, backed in science, I imagine. The goat, probably trial and error, at least. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they would have tried pigs first. <laughs> like start with hamsters. I, I feel a discovery ground coming on. <laughs> yeah, that's a great topic. This will get funded. This will get funded. Yeah, this is the sort of stuff we need. <laughs> You're right. I'm actually against horse racing, though, so I probably wouldn't want to do that kind of. You don't want to stress out horses. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm. Um. So what? But what's yeah, wound sorry. up your horse? <laughs> what's got my horse angry? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the horse in this analogy. Oh, just, so you, just so you're following. <laughs> so it's a bit of news. It's a bit of a story, and it's kind of it's still in the news, and it's still being processed, and actually only really got my attention now. Mm. But in April, the Australian government. Our government, hello government, announced a five hundred million dollar package to tackle pollution and breed more resilient coal at the Great Barrier Reef. So I think that's, I mean, mm. it's good. Like the Great Barrier Reef is a nice place, and it also we can all agree. Anyone going to argue with that? I bet he doesn't like the Great Barrier Reef, do you, Gibbo? Been there, seen it, loved it. So it doesn't, it doesn't need to exist anymore. You've no, seen it, it done. It, I, th- I think it does yeah. need to exist oh, okay. without good. a doubt. There's lots of wildlife that rely on it. And it's also worth a lot of money to Australia as a tourist destination. In the same way Buckingham Palace. Isn't there a yeah. fuckload of oil under there as well? That's sort of <laughs> dug up. Isn't that right as well? There's a lot of money there too, isn't money. there? Money. 
And I, I mean, that's got something to do with this. Mm. So of that $500 million package, $444 million went to the Great Barrier Reef Foundation. That sounds like a great thing. It does. And, 50, but, and $56 million went to the Great Barrier Reef Marine Park Authority. Mm. Oh, okay. So you might think that they sound pretty similar. Yeah. So the difference is that one of them is a private foundation and the other is a government body. Mm. The one who got the $444 million is a private foundation. Mm. The one with the much less money is a government body. But hang on. Whoa. Surely there was some reason why they, the private industry, could do such a good job that they gave them that amount of money. I, I, I really hope so. Mm. Uh, I'll give you a few more facts and we'll, we'll get down to, right. to where we're at. So the funding is going to be given to this company in a single payment, uh, which is actually going to make it the largest donation that any Australian government has made to a single foundation for environmental projects. That'll be a big fucking, one of those big checks. <laughs> yeah. You know, those massive checks. Yeah. Holy shit. Really, $444 million worth of check. That's a big check. <laughs> the check itself would be like a million dollars. So that, that money, $444 million, it didn't go through a public grant process like which is pretty common where you yeah. would need to be like go to open tender. So it's competitive, it's open and transparent yeah, uh, and open to other organizations such as the Great Barrier Reef Park Authority, the mm. Australian government branch. Uh, so the Great Barrier Reef Foundation who got the money at that, at that time has six full-time employees and five half-time employees. This is the foundation that just got four... $444 million. Oh, when you said that amount of money, I'm expecting like a whole building full of people doing uh, stuff. Yeah. All right. So six employees, five half-time employees. So in comparison, the Australian government body who got much less money has 206 full-time employees. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. So you're telling me... That as long as I save some fish, <laughs> I could get more than 40 grand. 40 mil. I could get yeah. 40 mil? Oh, yeah. Well, as long as you're saving fish, you are saving the wrong thing by saving science. Yeah. Damn it. Oh, well. So, the, I mean, the, the Barry Reef Foundation was a surprise. They didn't ask for the money. Uh, the they, they got? <laughs> Imagine that Jeez. phone call. Hi, um, is got this some millions the coming your yeah? Way. Is this the Great Barrier Reef Foundation? Yes, it is. Yeah, I'd like to make a donation. Oh, excellent, excellent. A couple thousand, is it? Is it? Is it the top one? No, forty and million, four hundred forty-four million dollars, four hundred and forty-four million dollars that they didn't ask for, and they still don't know what they're going to do with it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I didn't read this article close enough. It, we can't. <laughs> who, who are we? It's unbelievable. Who are we, we blaming have to here? Piss blood to even <laughs> have a chance of getting rejected for funding. <laughs> <laughs> like, who are we blaming here? The the government just wants to make this big statement, right? It's yeah. not the marine people's foundation's fault for not knowing that that funding was coming well, their way and not having a plan for it. The government drives yep. a dump truck full of money up to you front yard and says here you go what are they going to do but clearly they're not going to say oh we don't have a plan no thank you but they have <laughs> no they said we, had, we don't have a plan but thank you oh okay <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. fair enough fair enough i guess wow all right so uh, now this great barrier Reef foundation founded in the year 2000 while some businessmen were sitting in an airport <clears throat> uh, uh, and the board is comprised of representative from australian businesses uh, and it's supported by BHP, Qantas, Rio Tinto, Google, and Orica. So, mm. so a mining company 
uh, three mining companies, uh, uh, Qantas, uh, aeroplane company, yeah. and Google, who uh, who don't say do no evil anymore in their tagline. <laughs> no, no, they may they're working on a uh, a web browser, especially for China, aren't they? They're working on a web browser that specifically kills fish. Yeah. In the <laughs> so, yeah. so it's in the hands of some mining corporations and a dubious software company. At least the wildlife will be safe. Yeah. So finding Nemo. <laughs> He's fine. So to put that in perspective, $444 million goes to this company who don't ask for it, have six employees. Yeah. Meanwhile, I was recently on a grant with eight full-time professors, uh, me and a few other people at my level, yeah. spending a month to write this grant for $4 million, which we didn't get. Yeah. Um, yeah. Australian research funding uh, in 2016, the most recent numbers I have, um, $5.3 billion from the Australian government went to universities for research. Mm. So that's about... And so this six-people company got about a tenth of what Australian universities got. Mm. Um, All Australian universities. I've just had a, a, an epiphany. Now with our ability to scrape the internet for like papers, for videos, for... We could... The, the grant application process should no longer exist. They should just say, they should do exactly what they've done in this situation yep. and go on, we've got this money, we want to have impact in this area. Yep. All right, Mr. Algorithm, go away. <laughs> These people are the best people to spend the money on if we want impact. And then obviously you'd have other stuff like support grants for emerging researchers and like researchers most improved, that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. But so is this just a new way of funding? They've gone... We want, like, fuck the process, fuck yeah. the writing. We know that takes ages. Hey, you, you guys are the best. Yeah. There's some money. Is this better or worse? I mean, I, I, you're probably right in the sense that that's something they could implement. The problem would be you've got to give everyone who doesn't have a chance the um, the, the idea they have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, the system fails, yeah, right? Yeah, you, you've got So the, all the people yeah. that have never got a chance, you've still got to give them, you know, the, Hope. the facade that they have a chance. Yeah, right. When in actual fact, the algorithm you're talking about is, is something they could put in place, perhaps already have, who knows? Yeah, yeah. So it's depressing really to think that, you know, a company can just get that much money mm. without any yes. kind of tender process. And that's the biggest thing. That's the thing that's rubbing up the, that, that's, the biggest. That has that took my goat the earliest. <laughs> so it wasn't. So hang on, your pen does not smell of goat at all. It's fresh. Your so, pen is fresh. It wasn't I am completely lacking in goat smell. Uh, it, it wasn't the thirty minutes starting dinner late tonight. <laughs> it was this, wasn't it? Yes, that's, this is why I'm so testy. Mate, it's evening. compounding. It's compounding. Yeah, I didn't help. No, but that's. Um, so where do we go from here then? We just put up with it. We just accept that it's a fact and that it's happening and we move on with our lives. Well, I don't know what I can do. It is going under review. So the opposition okay. party are bringing it forward and it actually is now being forced through a Senate inquiry Okay. to see that if, like, even the government can't, like, the government just can't give money to organizations. Especially not big company, like, Big business backed corporations, yes. right? Yeah. And so it, it just has to go through open tender. As much as grant writing is annoying, you need like I don't you don't need to write a hundred page grant. You can at least write a two page mm. grant, I think. I think that And you don't need to write like the thing that Chris complains about the most is you the bit where you write about yourself. Yeah. Hang like on, you, what you love talking about yourself. Why are you not right why do you not like writing your about rope, yourself? Your rope. I can never remember what that acronym stands for. 
But as well, like, because all they need to do is say, if you were to give us 440 whatever million, yeah. this is how we would do it. Yeah. You're assuming mm. going into this that they will use that to its best. Yeah. To its full potential. I mean, that's what we're assuming. But look at this- and maybe, and maybe, they'll, maybe it's the best thing to do in, in 10 years time and look back and say yep in hindsight that was that right was but right yeah, yeah i'm not convinced giving that money to mining corporations is going to be the best thing for the great barrier when Reef. have they ever steered us wrong hey eh? octetti rio tinto mm. yeah do you know what they are i know the people that dig up massive holes in the earth and then like burn people <laughs> no. maybe not the burning people but no no octetti was a, a disaster in new guinea where there was a huge environmental disaster but i can't remember the mining company that did it i think it was bhp yeah Libelous, we can't include that. <laughs> you got it. You happy to name that? Allegedly? Uh, Allegedly? Yeah, I'm not sure about that. To, uh, that'll have to get deleted. Guess what? What? We've got feedback from listeners. Feedback from listeners? Feedback from listeners. Not high. <laughs> like my, heart, my voice is higher than right, most, but not me, like... It's, it it is a little bit more nasally than your voice, but it's not that nasally. Let me, let me yeah, do it properly mate. now. Feedback from listeners. All right, fine. <laughs> Um, by the way, guys, that's his wheezing over yeah, there. Yeah, that's like, I've given up on him. He's a lost cause. He's a lost cause. Uh, um, oh, this oh, is. I've been waiting for this this whole time. I haven't even been listening to anyone else. This is <laughs> the best. Oh, now you know if Gibbo feels. Huh? What are you talking about? Yeah. Um, Who are you? This is probably the the best feedback that's given me the the fuziest, warmest little feeling. It better in be. my belly. You've talked it up so much. Here we Jesus, go. Are you ready? May, this better yeah. be mainly about Chris, me. Chris, shut up. He's going to say it. <laughs> this better be about me. Anyway. So, I got a DM, a direct message on Twitter from a psychom friend of mine, Nobby Leong. Nobby Leong is currently in Catalyst, the TV program. Oh, he's. Uh, He's fantastic, but uh, he said, we had another conversation, which isn't right for the podcast, but he he said this, oh, by the way, I was in Sydney the other day chatting to some friends. They had just started a SciComm podcast about the life of PhD students. They said they were inspired to start it because of publish, perish, or podcast. Amazing. There you go. Cool. So... How great is that? Yeah. That two years ago, three weirdos with an idea two. started. <laughs> two, two, two weirdos with an idea, one weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Decided to start this podcast and we've inspired some other people to start their own podcast. I... And so I want to give a shout out to that podcast. And I love the name because it's made by PhD students and it's it's called Alum Not Yet. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Which is great. So um, Alum Not Yet, thank you. It made me feel very warm and fuzzy. And thanks, Nobby Leong, if it was a lie because it still made me nice, warm and fuzzy. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. I knew, I think, when we started this that I was going to have a big impact. You are now a mentor in the podcasting world, yeah, Gibbo. Yeah, That's it. You're it. an inspiration. I knew, I knew it. It's my knowledge of science and technology. I always knew it would come in handy to inspire others. Thank you. Thank you, listeners. It's time for Topic of the Day. Topic of the Day. Oh, it's just like you ran out of the room really quietly. Um, Been practicing that. So the topic for the day is inspired by the week. Yeah, that's right. 
hmm? which is National Science Week. National, wow. Australian National yeah, Science Australian. Week. That's right. So, is there an International Science Week? I'm not sure. I, I don't think there is. I'm, sh- I'm, there's I'm sure a National there's a National Science Day. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm sure there's like a yeah, Mm. like a day or something. But um, National Science Week is Australia's annual celebration of science and technology, and thousands of individuals, from students to scientists to chefs and musicians, get involved, taking part in more than 1,000 science events across the nation. Yes, cool. I've never even yeah, chefs. I don't know why they included that, but um, I, I. I like the way they say across the nation. I've never thought of Australia as a nation. It's too big to be a nation. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Like it is. I'm not saying it's. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Is it a colony to you? Is it? Well, yeah. It's a prison. (laughs) I just see it as a prison. An island prison. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Um, Then you deserve to be here. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> National Science Week is designed for everyone. It's definitely not restricted to schools and universities with events and activities and talks and shows for every age group. Ooh. It provides an opportunity to acknowledge the contributions of Australian scientists to the world of knowledge. Mm. It also aims to encourage an interest in science pursuits among the general public and to encourage younger people to become fascinated by the world we live in. There we are. That's its blurb. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that, schmoops? Sounds great. What a yeah. great idea. But I think it all boils down to a single point of Science Week. And I think the point of Science Week is to increase the public's perception of science or to improve the public's perception of science. So what do you mean by improve? So for people to think positively when they think of science. So not think nanotech, we're all going to die, uh, yeah. GMOs. Um, cancer, whatever. Yeah. Okay, and not and and not think the only thing that's important is YouTube. <laughs> is that what you think? <laughs> Does well, it cross your mind well, sometimes? Well, no, it doesn't. But like, who are the who are who are people's role models? Okay, I see. Um, and so like, aren't YouTube stars pretty popular <laughs> these days? Casey Neistat, I think, is the best YouTuber. Kim Kardashian. Am I, am I too old now? You are, that's that, right, yeah, that, yeah. She's a TV star. Mm. And then I think the the side product, which I think we're supposed to be excited about as people who work at universities, uh, Gibbo, is that Science Week, if children are interested in science, then they may pursue a career in STEM, mm. science, technology, engineering, and maths, and then their money at university will, will make sure our jobs are still around. So you, you think that it inspires a generation so that you're still in a job i think that that is a side product right. i think the most important thing to also help me still be in the job yeah is that the the public the australian public has to think that science is important yeah or else they'll be outraged that they're spending five billion dollars on sure. research every year yeah and if the if the public likes science even more there'll be more research money funding or maybe the public themselves if it gets to some unbelievable level, yeah. we'll start donating money for research like yeah. like they do for a lot of health funds right yeah. now. Um do you think it's do you think it's like science it's forcing itself on people? Do you think this is like it's National Science Week, everyone, come and enjoy science? Well there is something like that, but how can you kind of, you have to get in people's faces? Is it school holidays, Chris? No, no, it's not. It's not at the moment. No, but, but it was holidays finished a few weeks ago. But yeah. one of the events that's really popular, I think it, it's advertises itself as the biggest science 
event or festival or whatever in the southern hemisphere and that's the science alive okay so it's two days it's over a weekend yeah um yeah so but i think like the fact that like it is hard for science to get some media attention and so yeah. having there's lots of awards also happening so mm. the the tall poppy which i happened to win last week is oh, also part of the uh <laughs> of the national science week yeah event and so all of these things happening at once kind of just is a good time for it to be in people's eye mm. and then maybe it gets a bit more traction because these mm. things are happening at the same time wicked wicked gibbo mm. do you like national science week I, I, I am a little apathetic, I guess, towards it. Why? Because I didn't know it was National Science Week. Why? It hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened no, yet. No, it's coming It's coming next week. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Exhibit A. Um, so look, that doesn't bode well for it, right? No, it's, it doesn't. You don't even know it when it's and happening. And I'm in science, so I, sh- I should know about it. It's not, that I, it's not that it's probably not in my face. I'm just not paying attention. <laughs> That's not like you. Uh, but um, <laughs> I I did go to Science Alive. Yes, uh, this the year with my kids. Biggest science event in the in southern, southern hemisphere. hemisphere. So Science Alive, uh, Saturday fourth of August. Yep. Went to that with the kids. We went last year on a Sunday, yep. and it was rainy, and it was rammed with people. Yeah. And I did not much enjoy it. This year I did. It was actually pretty good. Oh, we were good there for about four hours. It's targeted, I think, between four-year-olds and twelve-year-olds. My kids are four and eight, and we brought along one of her, one of their, one of Shauna's friends. She's the eight-year-old. Yeah. So another eight-year-old. Um, and look, it was it was good. It was fine by four hours. Why that though? Naked. Why did you say it like that? It was good. Like, why wasn't it? Yeah, it was wicked. What because did, at some you... point, if you've got kids, it's exhausting. Oh, what, okay. What, what's the thing? What, what's the thing? What, what did you see? So there was a couple of um, shows. They had the bubble guy who made bubbles. Is that science? <laughs> Is that I haven't got to that bit yet. Just be oh, patient. Okay, all right, uh, there all right. was the explosive girl who uh, exploded things. Yeah. Um, and they had some stuff like, you know, insects you can look at. Uh, the kids made a butterfly net. Um, out of what? Out of uh, butterflies. A stick and a net <laughs> and some, uh, uh, some wire and some, some twine and oh, stuff good. like that. Uh, they made slime, which they were really excited about. So that's the PVA. And mix it together and it makes yeah. like a non-Newtonian solid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, borate. Whatever. I think it's borate yeah. and PVA glue. Uh, and they had like a bunch of uh, guys with uh, robots and things like that. So there were some remote control cars for mm. them to whiz around. So there was stuff for them to do. There was some hands-on stuff to do. Yeah. But at some point, like they just want to run around because it's a massive space. Yeah. Especially my four-year-olds. When he met up with his mates... He like, forgot ah. all about the science stuff and just started running into the crowd. Yeah. So I spent a lot of time <laughs> looking for him. Um, and apparently th- there was some sherbet-making facilities there as well. And he just ate it all. No, no, I didn't oh. go near it. I didn't go near it. But, but it, it, look, it is good. The, the one thing I'll say is the kids probably got, certainly not my four-year-old, but my eight-year-old probably got this. There is some cool stuff that science can make. Yeah. That's, that's about the limit of, of what, she probably got out of it mm. in terms of science. Is that if enough? I don't think she learned any chemistry. Who knows? Who knows? It, it could yeah. instill something in her or a passion that, that she'll follow up later on. Has she played with a butterfly net since then? Yeah, she has actually. Yeah, mainly to put it over the head of Keelan. <laughs> Stop doing that. But they love the slime. Keelan even loved the slime, yeah. making slime. Yeah. Um, so, and they had a lot of Questacon stuff there, like magnets and things like so that. So Questacon for international listeners is like the best science museum in canberra 
Yeah. Canberra is just a big roundabout. Yeah. And a city. <laughs> and so they have a lot of logic. Our nation's capital. Oh, whatever. Right. They have a lot of logic puzzles. The prison's capital. You bastard. And like magnets and things like that. So, and levit, you know, little levitating magnets and stuff. So stuff yeah. like that they find really interesting. I'm not sure they're coming away with any deep knowledge of chemistry or physics. No, that's kind of not the point, is it? That's not what you're going to get. Yeah. You're just trying to get them interested or at least understand that science produces stuff that's cool in the world. Yeah. That's about the best you're going to do. So I talked to someone today. Um, I can't mention any names. All right. But they're a big fan of me and the podcast. <laughs> And a massive fan of nanotechnology. But one thing he did say was he said he thought Science Alive was great except for all the kids. Yeah. Well, do you know what? I, Who is aimed at? Yeah. <laughs> he said if you get rid of them, it would work perfectly. Yeah. And I think that's – so I did go there once and I, I, I believe I walked in and I just heard – Whose child were you walking through? Nothing. I was just walking through with me and Kate being like, let's go to Science Alive and then realised that it wasn't for me. It's not no. for me. It's not, not for me. Um, you have but, to pay? Yes. Ooh, oh, they didn't tell you at the door? Nope. <laughs> they probably like were like and a child and we're like no 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 two adults <laughs> family pass no 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 just two just two adults kids coming later <laughs> yeah that's right um but they were so uh 2015 i won the unsung science communication hero i can't even remember what it's called now unsung hero of science, science communication. communication thank you Unhung hero. Well, yes. Well, well, well. Uh, as part of that opening process, like mm-hmm. it was the opening of the weekend, they did say that they wanted to run adult night. Ooh. So I think you've got to wear... Your ears pricked up. And I went, what does this adult night involve? And I'm just imagining like... like Bad mustaches. <laughs> just lots of plumbers. <laughs> lots of pizza delivery. Woodsman. <laughs> yeah. Um... So look, I think I think there is I think there is somewhere a desire for that. Yeah. But I feel like if you would advertise it, it's not seeing bubbles or going around to these events as an adult isn't enough. Do you know what I mean? Like they no. wouldn't just go of an evening with no kids just to no, make slime. No, no, you wouldn't go. No, no, as an adult you wouldn't go. You would have to have no. some other sitch yeah. that would attract adults like an orgy too far yeah all right see this is why i don't know how much science you can fit into an orgy okay yeah i don't know maybe maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm wrong yeah guess you'd probably fit some sort of biology in there no idea no idea um schmoopster i got a question for chris oh cool go for it so uh i'm a member of the royal australian chemical institute yes they have a booth there did you see them uh i so i did by accident um at one point (laughs) Uh, Keel and my son ran off into the crowd <laughs> and I bolted after him to find him. And, he and came- as I did that, I heard someone from Flinders yell out, Oi, Chris. And that was the Racky booth. Unfortunately, Keelan kept darting off, so I, I didn't hang around the Racky booth very, very much. So I have no knowledge of what they did. They were doing something <laughs> with paints on paper and then it was producing pretty patterns. So I can't remember exactly what it was, like blotting paper. I like the idea that if you lose your child in a science event, like 
a few months later you'll receive a membership payment you like they've signed up to racky or something like <laughs> who knows any it's a junior member yeah that's right yeah <laughs> like four hundred dollars worth of you know lose your child your yeah your lost child will be signed up so I, I was at the racky. booth talking to someone well at the same time trying to grab my child and I, I can't remember exactly what they were doing no so unfortunately racky i i didn't really see what was going on that's a shame yeah, yeah it's a shame sorry about that so national science week's coming up i'm sure you guys are buzzing uh yeah you yeah. look like you cannot control your excitement both of you look here look here look here yeah i'm buzzing like a bee so what have you got going on i'm sure you just you're jam-packed how full you of science how are you promoting science and science week yeah yeah go on yeah. i'm talking at an event oh. for science week <laughs> where I'm going to the Hutt Community Centre in Oldgate in the Adelaide Hills. All oh, right. Uh, and I'm speaking at a Science for Seniors event. I am going to pass on any jokes because it's about you are a senior. elderly people and yeah. I'm joining that crowd very soon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's over 50s. So, I mean, Nearly. Chris, uh, you look over 50, so you, <laughs> you can come along and you'll fit in all right. You just got to not dye your hair that luscious brown for a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. Hang on, I this love is demeaning. I love the well, Chris. Your memory is going, so you will be able to get a refresher on science at these events. Who are you? Exactly. So I, I have a twenty to twenty-five minute slot to talk about whatever I want to talk about. Good. Uh, so I was just going to um, make slime uh, and, and, and blow bubbles. <laughs> oh. Oh, that, you would treat the elderly that way, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh my god, no respect. No, but I am thinking of doing something like that. I don't know how much they enjoy bangs, so I'm going to talk about hydrogen. <laughs> Give someone a heart attack, <laughs> Jesus! I like the way. Doesn't everyone love a bang? Yeah, but you can't. You can't say how much they enjoy. It's like you're not going to a nursing home. No, he is going to a nursing home, aren't you? Is not a nursing home? No. no. Oh, sorry. Okay. You could do like a magic show. I can't say they for a person over 50. I think it's, I don't know. Yeah, I find Listeners, it. Listeners, let us I'm, know. I'm close to a 50 and I find it offensive. Yeah, yeah there yeah. we are. I guess they're not that much older than me, are they? <laughs> How old <laughs> they, am I? 32. No. 32, 18 years older than me. You're only yeah. a first year student's age away from being 50. You're practically 50. Oh, crap. Mm. <laughs> oh. Um, so I'm talking about and, hydrogen. Yeah, yeah. And so what I was thinking of doing was to make hydrogen through a number of different ways hmm. so i would show them electrolysis which is one of the ways where like you a just battery and some electrodes yeah in water. batteries and electrodes in water and then i would exchange take out the battery and maybe use a solar panel uh to Ooh, do the same work? thing if i have a solar panel and then i have a really high powered torch yeah right <laughs> or just a battery <laughs> or just a secret hidden battery yeah, yeah uh i can do the same thing and then maybe i could show my thing which is to get rid of the solar panel and just shine the light directly onto one of the things emerged in water. Mm. I'd like to weigh in here. If they weren't asleep at the start of it, they'll certainly be asleep by the end of it. <laughs> I love but the idea of... I'm making hydrogen. Demo. Yeah. yeah. It's bubbling into these detergent. Yeah. I'm getting hydrogen bubbles. Yes. Yeah. Light them up. Boom. Yes. Make sure, you, make sure you practice that beforehand. Make sure you practice it. You might, have, you might have less hydrogen than you think. But you can do the pop test, can't you? Just with a test tube. Just, yeah. That would just be but easy But no as well. big, loud, sudden noises. Just be careful <laughs> of that. Yeah. yeah. They did that at Science Alive. Scared the shit out of me. 
Were you wearing your nappy? No. Yeah. So good. yeah, maybe a demonstration. I don't really know. Like it, it, they're all going to be sitting down. It'd be quite hard to see a demonstration. Yeah. It's not going to be very large. Hold it above your head the whole time. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, I think I might just do a slideshow. I really don't know yeah. how to talk to to over fifties. Well, just talk. Pretend I'm three years older than I can. <laughs> but you have am. a background in science, so it's general public over yeah, fifty. So I, my, I think the rule always is a educated twelve-year-old mm-hmm. for everyone. Yeah, that's it. So I've, I've been practicing a lot of the dog park. So I think I have at least my first three minutes uh, down pat, and I that love, seems to go over right. <laughs> yeah. I love the idea that like Karen ooh, turns ooh. up, and all the seniors are like, "Oh my god, there's that guy that talks about batteries and hydrogen." <laughs> Shit, come on, let's go. Oh, very good. I mean, at least you're doing something for National Science yeah. Week. What, what date is that um, talk? Thursday, August the fourteenth. Aha! Now I know what week Science Week is in. <laughs> you got us. That's next week. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. So, I don't know what I'm doing next week for Science Week. Well, we know your answer to the end of that question. Guess what I'm doing? Nothing. We know you're you're emceeing yeah. two events. Emceeing two events for Na- with NASA scientists. That? Jesus Christ. <laughs> um. So that's on Sunday, Sunday and Monday coming up. And is it going to be the same event twice? Yeah. So the first one sold out without any advertising. Wow. In the gov. Can you get my name on the door? Yeah, if you want. I don't know. I'm the MC, but <laughs> I was real confident. I'm not sure now. It's a real test of his power here. It is, yeah. 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 I better work. Do I actually want to go? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just say you want to go, get him to get the free ticket, and then just don't turn up. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm right here, Chris. <laughs> um, you got your jokes worked out. You're a very good MC at my wedding. I'm a bloody great MC, mate. Uh, yeah, well, I'll do well, a well, wall well, up the crowd. You were 50% of the act. I was the other 50%. Let's not. I forget. mean, I did write your script for you. No, you didn't. Um, and I'm also doing something else. I'm a judge. A judge. I'm a judge. Oh God, of what? I'm a judge at a high school poster science competition. Oh. It is perform your thesis. Oh, we're we doing that. Yeah. So like inspiring in, essay. Like interpretive doing, dance. Yeah, it can be whatever you want. It can be any performance. So that, remember there was Dance Your PhD? Yes. There was a YouTube or social media hit a few years ago, maybe a couple of years ago now. Um, this is perform your your thesis, which is you can do any performance. So mm-hmm. it does it's not just dance, you know, you can do light show or it just has to be an arts collaboration. So there's four performances. And it's myself, someone from the arts world, and Hannah Brown, mm-hmm. um, who are the judges. Uh, but I am offering verbalize.science impact package to the winner. So they'll get oh. a video, edited audio, and published, pushed out through Newsmaker as cool. well. So nice. I decided that that would be excellent to give to are the winner. Are you a sponsor? I am now a sponsor and a judge of that. Nice. Yeah. Well done. Are you, well do done. you get to... Are you just scoring or is there like a like a TV type panel show where you give them input? So afterwards? we do get to say afterwards, I'm deciding whether or not I'm going to be Simon Cowell or <laughs> you Mel B. I mean, I don't know what, I've never seen what Mel B does on the TV shows, yeah. but you are a natural Simon Cowell. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm going to be like, I hated it. And <laughs> darling. And you've also got the accent. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> anyway, so that's what I'm it's doing. Perfect. One thing I want to do, shut up. One thing I want to do, and I think is the interesting is uh, the interesting thing is, if you had to run an event, a National Science Week event, 
Mm-hmm. Give us a one-minute summary of what that would look like. Yep. I'm going to have an event where people realize what's the point of science. Yeah. And so I think currently the point of science is the continuation of the human race. And Uh-oh. to achieve this, we need to leave Earth. So oh, okay. I want some kind of fut- like future thinking interactive exhibit of some kind of space station, but not like one with like a inter-solar system. Is that interstellar, Chris? Do you know? Interstellar is between star systems. So some kind of interstellar colony ship. Mm. So you've oh, got so to you walk into it and you see what it looks like. Yeah, That's and so cool. you're in that, An and then it's like ship. you know we're being powered by this, and this works yeah. because of this, or yeah. you know you press the green button and something shows you something like that. Not yeah. bad. And yeah. you know the yeah. foods coming from this. Yeah, like um, a 3D printed food thing or something. Yeah. Well, or whatever. Like so, yeah, like yeah. I think that there's there's going to be some kind of solar reflectors, and then you're going to have to have like fields in inside this. Uh, interstellar travel system yeah um something like uh yeah like no one's gonna know it's obviously a, clark books rendezvous with i've uh, read all rama. those books rendezvous with rama so it'd be like a spinning space station yeah arc so it, it's, it's kind of also what's shown at the end of the film interstellar yeah but in my mind it's always from the arthur c clark books oh, oh you're so good. you're so red so there you i go. don't read books anymore hmm um so that yeah so interactive exhibit but future thinking like yeah not not necessarily what we can do now, but what what are we going towards? Yeah, nice, mm. nice. Okay. Uh, okay, so this top of, top of my head, haven't thought about this. I'm envisioning something that's really vapid and empty. So a huge laser show with fog machines and everything. And so uh, you're talking about a '90s rave, yeah, basically <laughs> like that. Uh, and then there's lots. Of, so there's there's no substance to this at all. It's just like you can hear the sound. Science is amazing. And then you can see lasers. Lasers are powerful. And then a couple of guys come out with some pathetic lightsabers and fight. This could be war in the future. So it's all vapid and pathetic and it doesn't really tell you anything. But people walk away going, wow. Science is exciting. The future is fog machines and lasers. So you've just created the Kardashian version of science outreach. That is the world we live in. (laughs) And if that's the methods I have to use to get through to people, bring on the vapidness. Yeah, very good, very good. Um, And for me, I feel like every science... I just don't like the way they advertise science-y stuff because it's all like, come listen to this expert. I'm like, I don't want to listen to that expert. Mm. What I do actually want is I've, I've thought about this for a while, is you get clever people and you put them in stressful situations like stress tests, uh, white noise machine. No, what I mean is you give them, you get two experts, they have to swap slides for their presentation, but without having seen the slides before. Okay. And so the idea being that it's kind of like you're watching a clever person try to get through someone else's slide deck and um, the audience can ask questions and essentially uh, it's just a big F up. And I think I would much prefer to see that than a real expert talk about their science. Mm -hmm. Um, And then obviously at some point, I don't know, the scientists would have to go like, no, that's not what happened, but I haven't thought that bit. 
That's, that bit's the boring bit that someone else can that, think about. that reaches my goal of Science Week of increasing the public perception of science? No, I think it does it. I don't know if it does it worse. I, well, actually, it's one of these things, right? People will remember how you made them feel, but not what you said. I don't know if I've said that in the past on the podcast, mm-hmm. but all of my public speaking, I never am concerned about what I say, yeah. but I make sure that I say it in a way that I, that, that I want to come, appear, whether that be humorous or confident or whatever. People won't remember what you say, but they'll remember the way you make them feel. Mm-hmm. And so I want people to leave this and go like, that was fun, that was entertaining. Um, because really, do you really learn facts when you go to a thing? Do you really take away proper information? I'm going to test my um, over 50s afterwards and yeah. we'll find out if they learn any facts. Ooh, all right. Christ, they're Done. in for a fucking great time, aren't they? They're getting facts from my 20 minutes. Oh my no <laughs> fun no fun at all in mine. Old people, you have learnt stuff today. Examination now. <laughs> If I uh, have trouble stretching my talk out to 25 minutes, can we get a sample of Chris's song? And can I just go, <laughs> hit the lights? And that's why people will remember mine. Yeah, exactly. Our next section is Kiss, Marry or Kill. I should have said that like, like this, like kiss, marry, or kill. You should have. That's better. Yeah, but you, should have. But you just did it then. Yeah. That's, oh, great. I did. <laughs> I don't need to redo it. No. Um, so this is uh, not a science this, but this is a game that we played before where each of us uh, gets given three things, three sciencey things, and we have to decide whether or not we would kiss, i.e. Uh, do it like once off for fun. Mm-hmm. Marry, which is do that forever, mm-hmm. or kill, i.e., will never do that thing or like it or whatever ever again. Mm. Yep. Everyone clear on the rules? Pretty well. I Pretty am well. crystal clear. Crystal clear. Chris is not. Chris I'm still doesn't quite understand where he is. Reasonably so. opaque, but I can see something <laughs> right. on the other side of the semi transparent glass. All right, good, good, good. So um, I'll go first, and then we'll just go around and then maybe back. Have we got one for each person? I do. All right. Yeah. Uh, I guess I do. Yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. I've got a bunch of them. Are they all for you? Uh, I mean, <laughs> he I just can likes them all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cameron, I've actually got two for you, but I'll start off with this one. The reason I want to go first is because I wrote it specifically for you, and it's not like super sciencey, but I thought it would be interesting. All right. Oh, don't make me feel awkward. Go on. Make him feel awkward. Your first option is. Always being right, but Ooh. being terrible at sport. Oh. <laughs> Straight away, you've got him there. It's Your a, second option. I the roars in here too. Yeah. Being wrong, always, but being awesome at sport. Uh-huh. And the third one is just being okay at everything, but having a runny nose <laughs> <laughs> all the time. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> I, I hate runny noses, right. so I'm killing that yeah, one so, off. And also being just okay. I imagine that you're in a, you're a guy. You, you, you don't want to be just okay. No, all no. right. Near That's enough, good. Near enough's not good enough. No, good. You know what? I like being right all the time. But you would be rubbish at sport, mate. I'm I'm 32. <laughs> it's time that I can give up on sport. No, so I'm going to take it. All right. 
I'm going to marry being right all the time being and being rubbish at sport. Yeah. But mm. just before that happens, you're going to pash. I'm going to quickly have a pash <laughs> with being being wrong for a day. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. And being awesome at sports. So I'm going to have Perfect. like a retirement yeah. style, just last hurrah. You, the last, yeah. Score 100. Yeah. Um, hit, a, a few hit a swish. Hit a swish. Uh, basketball swish. <laughs> netball swish. Yeah. Uh, and then I'll just walk. A I'll, couple of, it's a six. <laughs> but but yeah, but being wrong at something as well. Yeah. So he's yeah. like. I'll be arguing with the umpire the whole time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. You're wrong, but I got a six. And you'll still win. <laughs> okay. Yeah, very good. All right. So not super. Sciencey, but just interesting into the mind of Schmoopster. Very good. All right, Schmoopy. All right, I'll go for Gibbo then. Yeah. Here we go. All right, Gibbo. This is all about publishing. Oh. Uh, kiss, Mario, kill. Publish a journal article, <laughs> a book chapter, or a conference proceeding. Oh. <laughs> Very good. Um, look. I'm marrying a journal. Yeah, that was, yeah. That's, that's the easy one. Uh, marrying a journal <laughs> conference proceeding. Oh, um, so this is this is like a conference abstract. No, so you're like you've it's like been an icon an, paper, an extended conference abstract. So it's probably two pages, but it's not going to get peer reviewed very thoroughly. But it's still uh, it, it still turn up on Google Scholar, mate. And it's expected to be new research. Okay, but but so I have to I have to push good new research into a conference proceeding. Doesn't have to be good, just uh, new. I shall kiss that, yep. and I shall murder book chapter <laughs> <laughs> brutally. How's that going? What have you heard about that? Done. Done. It's be published January next year. Perfect. Uh, you're gonna get our listeners a copy, free PDFs for them. Uh, the. It costs like fifteen hundred dollars for the uh, for the whole book. Jesus, and my book chapter costs like sixty bucks. So perfect. Yeah. Okay. No worries. Yeah. So it's funny. I I can't really do one of mine anymore because uh, one of my options doesn't matter if you can't do it. Too similar to Schmoopy's. It's just funny that we were thinking about the same thing. Actually, no, no, I'm wrong about that. F it. All right, give me one. <laughs> hit me. Hit me. All right, for you. Okay. Yep. I've actually got one specific for you. All right, good. But I've only got one for you. That's fine. So. Thanks. Does this mean you love me less? How many do I have? Do I have five? You've got a few, yeah. Uh, Who would you employ in your internet business? Who would you marry, kiss, or kill? All right. Schmoopy, Bigson, or your dear partner, Kate? So... We have to work for you. Yeah, you have to work work for me. We have to work for you in your company. I'll start with who I... Yeah, yeah. Verbalize.science. Verbalize.science is what I said. Um, I look, let's start with the with the marry. It's clear Kate would be way more useful than you two. You're gonna get married. <laughs> <laughs> Go with uh, the channel. Uh, no. You just proposed to Kate. <laughs> All right, fine. It's so weird. Too. Like Kate and I have been together, podcasters, podcast fans. For like 11 years, <laughs> if we were to get married, we would be like, hey, everyone, we're getting married. You know what everyone would say? Oh, yeah. Do it. <laughs> I'd be excited. Oh, great. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, Both. great. All right. Am I excited? Yeah, am I invited? They'd say. All right. Now is now the, the thing. real question. Now the real question. That right? was pretty obvious. You'd yeah, marry exactly. And you'd marry exactly. Because, yeah. you know, she'd be just so useful. She's so useful, insightful. I wouldn't argue with her as much as I would argue with you two. Yeah. Um, now the question I've got to ask myself is who do you want to kill? I think that I remember that I'm the one who pushed for the dot 
in uh, verbalize.science. <laughs> yeah, but what he's did you super, do? super annoying. <laughs> <laughs> super annoying. Come and I've got, I've got two uploads on that on your website too. Actually, that's right. So, based on the fact that I've oh had actual God. support, you're making, Gibbo, you're making a mistake. I am not only am I killing you, you're I'm putting you, I'm macheting off your fingers, I'm working it up, I'm making it you're, painful you're for torturing. you. I'm, you're torturing. I'm torturing it. I'm giving you plenty of opportunity, mate. You are making a huge mistake. <laughs> you are going to be. You're going to be looking at my fucking cut up corpse, going, God, I wish I hadn't murdered you. <laughs> While you're kissing him. And I will kiss Schmoopster right on the lips. All right. Well, I can't say I'm 100% surprised. <laughs> All right. Very good. Um, I'm going back this way. All right. All right. Christopher Gibson, would you kiss, marry, or kill AFM Gibbo? Oh, he's lovely. Ramen Gibbo. Oh, he's beautiful. Or paper writing Gibbo. Oh. <laughs> That's a hunk of man right there. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, what are you asking? Which one would you kiss, Mario? Three kill? of the sexiest, <laughs> most amazing beings in the universe. And I have to choose yeah, between them. Absolutely. I mean, the, this is such a problem because without paper writing Gibbo, whatever AFM Gibbo and Ramen Gibbo do, yeah. it doesn't get out there. Yeah. But. Paper writing Gibbo doesn't do the ramen or the AFM. No. Like without without all of them, this is this is tough. This reminds me of what we I actually listened to our podcast where we did this last time. Yeah. And Cameron Cameron put it to me about, you know, what do you prefer, AFMing or ramening? Mm. And I went for ramening. Oh. Did you? I did. Wow, I did. that's un- I forgot about that. Yeah. I did. I did. Because and as you you rightly said on the podcast. Certainly lately, that's been the paper-producing technique for me. So um, I'm going to switch it around, though. I'm going to go uh, marry AFM Gibbo. Yeah. But that poor... You're now marrying a guy that just wears that silly binocular thing all the time. That's not sexy. That's never bothered me, and it is sexy. <laughs> I wear it up and down the building, and people always look at me. Oh, Sure. Mm. They do look at me. I mean, I assume those looks they're giving me are like... Admiration. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's a bit Whoa. all right. Look at him. I love those spectacles. Um, that means ramen gibbo I'm going to kiss. And I'm, I hate to say it, I'm <gasps> killing paper writing Whoa. gibbo. I yeah. could, wow, <sighs> gibbo. Did not expect that no, coming. did not um, expect that. And I guess it's because, well, look, this is a tough choice. There's yeah. only a fraction of a percent between them. Yeah. But... Without experiments, papers don't exist. Yeah. And we all have to remember that. But without papers, what's the point of doing experiments? Agreed. So, I mean, look, it's a it's a chicken catching its tail kind of thing. <laughs> Classic <laughs> saying. <laughs> is, that, is that the expression? Oh, we should get that on a t-shirt. That would go out the that would fly off the shelves. It is. Check your junk. Um yeah, look, that that's that's the best I can do. I know it's disappointment perhaps for you guys, but that, that's how I feel. Yeah. All right. Very good. Thanks, Gibbo. Thank you. Thanks. Want to push moves now? Oh, me? Oh, yes. Bloody oath. Oh, this is a tough Bloody one. Bloody oath. This well is done, Australian Gibbo. Um, okay. 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 Here we go. Kiss, marry, or kill. An academic position where you're on a three-year contract oh. <laughs> that can be renewed, but you have to show cause and output 
and sacking is an option every three years. Uh-huh. A postdoc, but it's permanent, an eternal postdoc. Oh. <laughs> or, here's the killer, you're the manager of a microscopy <laughs> facility. <laughs> Ten-year contract, <laughs> like what you've heard. <laughs> Stop it! Stop laughing. And what? But but everyone respects you. Is that what you're about to say? I cannot uh, guarantee you any respect at all. Oh, that's great. Uh, so, uh, Smoopy. So the problem. So in this permadoc situation. Yeah. Am I choosing the research stream or am I following someone else's ideas? Um, look, you're going to have to be, you're a postdoc, you're going to have to be basically enacting other people's ideas. Okay. So you're, you're working on a grant, but you can, you're, 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 you're basically a permanent research staff. Yep. Under someone else's, but you basically you're working for someone else. Mm-hmm. So I would, I would be happy for any of these situations to occur to me, but. Political. I'm a little surprised. Yeah. Um, I'm going to. Of if I'm going to put them in order, I will kill the ten-year contract um, <laughs> managing instruments. Uh, it's instruments. I like instruments, but it's the whole training people and then making sure that these people then don't break the instruments, which hurts me inside mm. uh, when I have to do that kind of thing. That's why Gibbo, if you look, but just behind his eyes, there's nothing there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is. There's deadness there. I see it as well. Oh yeah, that's, that's why. I'm this. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, I never noticed that. I just thought he was dull. No, I, I mean, I actually, you know, I'm not angry about that. He's, he's got a point. So now the oh, other two Gibbo. options. Uh, and so I would uh, kiss the postdoc because I that just can't last forever. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm really enjoying at the moment doing uh, my own ideas. Uh, and so the third one is, and I would be happy to take it on, is the academic position with the three-year contract that can be renewed provided I reach certain goals. Mm. I think that that's the way it almost should be because people kind of get comfortable and then you really need to be actually pushed to get the best out of yourself. Yep. It's and why, I, I, it's why I, yeah. I like deadlines. Yeah. Um, just something to say that, by this time, I should have achieved this. Yeah. If you've got a full-time position, why why would you set yourself tough goals? Although you have you are becoming a bit of a daredevil lately with the old deadlines. If we're to go by your poster experience recently, yeah. But it'll work out in the end. That's right. He's not learned his lesson yet. <laughs> so I, in a way, I think it's true. I think the first the 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 three-year contract option. I think that's possibly where science is going to head. Yeah, this whole ten-year thing, I don't think is going to be sustainable. I think people are going to be on three to five-year contracts at some point in the future. See your tenured positions. Yeah, could be. Anyway, that's uh, that's me done. To Schmoopy now. Now well, what? I'm asking BA one. Oh yeah, Gibbo's spent. Yeah, I mean, you're not in this one, Gibbo. Is that okay? All right, I'm just gonna go off and <laughs> have, a, have, have a nap, nap and then I'll uh, I'll come back. <laughs> uh, so I got a teaching one, Eddie. You did quite a bit of teaching when you were. Yeah. Um, what levels of teaching have you done? Have what? you done like first, second, third year? Yeah, so yeah. I've done first year. I haven't done second, but yep. I've done um, mass, uh, honours. Honours level. Okay. But you also, did you do like a foundations chemistry degree? I did degree? foundations in first year, yeah. Okay, so foundations yeah. is like a before first year. It's kind of just right? like high school. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, um, kiss, marry, or kill. Yeah. Teaching foundation level students, mm. teaching first year level students, or teaching postgraduate students. So this is Ooh. in a lecturing slash teaching 
position. All right. Oh, God. So, or just the act of doing those things. Yeah. I'm not offering you a job. Damn it. What? <laughs> what? Oh, I was about to sign. The, anything you would have put in front of me, I would have signed. So we all know I love teaching because it's a group of people that are forced to listen to my voice for a oh, short yeah. period of time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would... Oh, killing... I think I would kill foundation. Mm. Really? That's the easiest subject to teach. Yeah, but it's kind of... It's very much like this, the people that are doing the foundation course, although it's really important to get into uni, it is just... There's just no meat on it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, all right, these are these are things you need to know. Yeah. It doesn't really go anywhere. Like, it's just like, this is an S in- orbital. This intensive is intensive too, wasn't it? Yeah, I taught it over two weeks as well. So it was intense. Look, it, the everyone was really nice in it. It's I feel really bad now. Like it's, it's like a reflection <laughs> on the students that I taught. But there was just no meat. Yeah, and, was, they, and they didn't applaud you or laugh at your jokes. No, actually, that's a good point. <laughs> this is a bloody great. I am such a great teacher, and then this is the one I'm going to marry. Is first year teaching first mm. years because. It's a it's a big enough class. It's the biggest class I ever taught. It was like three hundred students or so. I mean, no, they all didn't turn up. Like mm-hmm. obviously, three hundred chairs. Three hundred chairs. That's right. So it was massive. There were lots of people. Um, and I finished my lecture series, and they applauded. What? Yes. Wow. No. Yes. Uh-uh. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Actually, it was in a Duh. workshop. They didn't. They did. They weren't brave enough to do it in a lecture. See, oh, but I was it, wasn't, like, it wasn't three hundred. It wasn't oh, three hundred so people. It wasn't fucking South Theatre full of five hundred <laughs> people roaring at you, mate. <laughs> mate. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a bit. It was a couple of. Actually, I believe I went. I was like, and now clap. <laughs> no, I, look. In my mind, it was. Did you all actually of them. say that? I wouldn't put it past you. I, I, I kind of felt like it, <laughs> but piece of paper. Genuine, yeah, yeah. That's right. Like an applause sign that turns on. <laughs> um, oh, but good. like, I felt like that was the great sort of combination of uh, simple stuff. It's like it wasn't really. It was just like here's some information, but here's the next level, which actually makes it meaty. Mm-hmm. Loads of people. Um, yeah. So it means that I do, I want to kiss, um, postgraduates. Okay. You do. <laughs> well, well, wait, hold on. Now that is in context of the game. Yes. Not yeah. in actuality. No. None of us no. want to kiss postgrads. Well, yeah, I mean, no. you're a postgrad. Yeah. I'd kiss you. Oh. All right then. Okay. Well, you would kiss some postgrads. Yeah. Can I, can I kiss you now? No. Have no. you ever kissed? Have we ever kissed? Not, not that I recall. Oh, I'm gonna no, you've that. kissed me. I have kissed your cheek. Yeah. Because I remember it. It's so stubbly. Yeah. And rough. Yeah. yeah I vaguely remember Next time that. you're drinking, I'm going to kiss you on the lips. All right. All right. I got one for Cameron. Kiss, marry, or kill. Albert Einstein. Oh. Charles Darwin. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Or Isaac Newton. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's a tough one. Come on, mate. Who are you That's killing? Tough what, 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 this is tough. Let's hear about your thought process of Smoopy. Is it, you know, what, what are you going to base marriage on? The biggest impact in science or the one that's most relevant to your research career? I mean, first question. What are you question, thinking? What are you thinking? What are you thinking? First question you've got to ask yourself. Yeah. Do you like beards? Well, yeah, that's actually what's going through my head. Beard, oh. moustache. Yeah. Um, so beard, obviously, on uh, Sir Charles Darwin. Yeah. 
a moustache on, on Albert Einstein. What did um, I don't think Isaac, Isaac had like, nothing. Newton was clean shaven, but yeah. apparently a real wanker. <laughs> <laughs> real wanker. What was he I from heard. Oxford? Was he? He was uh, actually. Yeah, that's why you don't like. Yeah, him. that's right. <laughs> Hold on. No, he Rugby. was fucking Rugby. from Cambridge. <laughs> <laughs> he had a chair at Cambridge, a really famous one, uh-huh. the one that Stephen Hawking had. Ah, uh-huh. oh, fuck it. Uh-huh. Anyway, he's still a wanker. Uh-huh. All right, I'm marrying uh, Isaac Newton. Oh, you like him rough. And he likes him from Cambridge. (laughs) (laughs) Look, uh, Foundation of Mathematics, uh, Gravity, I think that uh, we would have a lot to talk about. Yeah. I'm going to kiss Albert Einstein. Um, I like relativity um, and how that expanded upon the work of Sir Isaac Newton. Very good, very good. Uh, Whereas Charles Darwin, um, evolution, uh, I think it's a good good idea so you're saying you don't evolution would have happened anyway yeah darwin we just had the lovely we, beard we didn't need to be told it happened yeah um someone else would have found it yeah kill boom all right well that brutal but 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 some fair arguments there all right this one's to you it is sciencey though all right co-author a paper with me co-author a paper with schmoopy or write one on your own well, I'm definitely not writing one on my own. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to get killed. Yeah, not I'm either going to marry me or kiss me. Yeah. Hey. Writing a paper on your own sucks. Oh my god. I just like passing off sections. I really feel like that's the way forward. Mm-hmm. Is like, all right, Gibbo, you do the ramen, the AFM bit. Like Schmoopster, thanks. I think we did a SEM or something for me once. I don't know. It's Might just have. great. That's right. Yep. Excellent. Do you All just right. do that Make bit? your choice. This is the question. Who do you love more? So. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get down to brass tacks. Choose. Choose who you love more. I think that, so you're already killing off writing Killing off writing on my own. Yeah, no thanks. Chris is so much more desperate to please people that he would. Do, he does a lot more as a co-author on papers than what I I must I admit, actually, like, even though sometimes, um, you know, our interaction was that you produced, um, you did like a series of experiments and we included one figure and then we talked about it. Your follow-up was very impressive. Thank you, thank you. You're in for the long haul with papers. Oh, yeah. And I remember you coming and sitting down next to me with a big list of corrections. Yeah. And that was the same paper that I'd sent to another academic who will remain nameless, um, who sent me an email back saying, Looks great, fine. And then you came and sat next to me and you were, I was like, oh, no, it must be fine. And you were like, I've got this big list of changes. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. He actually read it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. He actually yeah. read it. Um, Schmoopster. Yeah. When we've collaborated, when we've been on papers, mm-hmm. I think we share a lot of similar skills. Well, we did. So I'm going to kiss you. Okay. Because I feel like we've got some great rapport. I feel like <laughs> like we'll have a lovely evening. Yeah. We'll like really embrace over, you know, the, the nano world. All right, all right. But- <laughs> so you're fucking you're marrying me and you're cheating on me with him for a night. But a night Chris- of passion with him. But I'm left at home. That's right. Doing all the fucking hard yards and hard yakka. That's right. Cooking, cleaning, yeah. doing everything. And afterwards and you get all the credit. Yeah, and afterwards Schmoopster and I, we've had a lovely evening. We've kissed, 
so much. Science kissed, yeah, all right. We kissed yeah. so, so much. All right. And we go, huh, I should head back to Gibbo. And he goes, stay with me. <laughs> and I go, I can't, I can't. He means too much to me. Yeah. And that's when we kiss again. Yeah, and I'll notice and the I longing. Had- I'll still notice all the longing looks. <laughs> yeah. And then you'll see us walk past each other in the corridor and they'll just be, a, and Schmutzer will mouth to me, don't leave me. Right, we're, we're wasting time now. We're wasting time. Come on. Yeah. Anyway, so there we are. Done. All right. Very good. Very good. Boom. Music is provided by the awesome Adelaide-based band Voice Rom. Go check out their stuff on their Bandcamp website. Also, remember to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app, like our Facebook page, join in the forum. Eddie on it. And leave us a review on wherever you get this podcast, because that is the most important thing, apparently. Um, and go listen to Alum Not Yet. Yeah. Because they like us and we like them. And we loved inspiring them. Inspiring. You were just listening to Publish Parish, a podcast, and it was brought to you this week by our future sponsor, the Great Barrier Reef Foundation, because they've got a bit of excess money. Yeah. And we've got the audience. That's right. Couple mil. We'll publish them. We'll promote them. Perfect marriage. Yeah. No tender. Why don't they just give it to us without us asking? Well, you ask now, and we'll never get it. No, I said future sponsor. Ah, very very good. good. Very good. Loophole wins. Final pearls. Goodbye. Goodbye from Bigson. Bye.